Welcome to the Southwest Iowa Association of Realtors, also known as SWIRE. This podcast keeps SWIRE members up to date on what's new and happening in our organization. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. It is not our intention to solicit the offerings of other real estate brokers. Not a member? We still encourage you to listen. Each week, we provide you with valuable information related to the real estate industry and Southwest Iowa. Welcome to this episode of the Swire Podcast. I'm Todd Studer. In studio today, Amy Swoboda, Executive Director of Swire. And we also have a couple of members from Farm Credit Services of America in studio today, Aaron Butler and Michelle Sandin. And we'll talk with them in just a couple of moments. First, Amy, what's happening at Swire? Anything new? Well, the next thing coming up is the Affiliate Fair, which is our annual event where we bring in our affiliates to talk about what they do and interact with our members, have breakfast, and that's scheduled for March 23rd. March 23rd. Is there still time to get people involved with that? Yes, we're talking to affiliates right now to get them signed up for tables, and we'll be sending out the invitation to our members today or tomorrow. That sounds exciting, and I know these events are always a lot of fun. Yeah, they are. (laughs) And usually some great food as well, right? Yes. Everybody loves breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Tell us, you wanted to bring in uh, folks from Farm Credit Services of America. What what did you want to make sure we covered today? Well, we wanted to talk about um, appraisals, a lot about appraisals and um, the turn times that they have at Farm at farm Credit, um, how they are a little bit more unique than some other um, lenders around, and um, talking about good plan specs on a construction appraisal. Uh, Michelle Sandon and Aaron Butler are both here. Michelle, nice to see you again. You've been here once or twice. Yes, it's good to be here again, Todd. And also, I, I liked how before we got started, you said, you know what, Aaron's kind of the expert here, so you just got to let her talk about a lot of things involved with this. But I'm sure the, the, the nice thing it is, I think, about uh, Farm Credit Services of America is you have different people in different expert areas. So it's not as if you need to know everything just yourself. You have an outlet that you can go to. should these questions arise. Absolutely. Um, And it's getting busy this time of year. Um, Spring is around the corner, so I have a lot of people doing construction loans. Construction applications are up tremendously just in the last two to three weeks, so it's exciting. Um, So what I wanted to do was bring Erin in. She is one of our appraisers that we have. I get a lot of questions, not only on construction, but even on a on a purchase or a refinance is, do I have to have an appraisal? And unfortunately, the answer is yes. Um, an appraisal is done to make sure you're getting a fair market value for that property. And it's it's a, a unbiased opinion. You know, we want we want that third party person to, to do it. So, um, and the biggest thing too with our construction loans is having good plans, bids, and specs. And I'll have Aaron talk about why that's important and how that can help increase kind of the value of when that appraisal comes in. Let's learn a little bit more from Aaron Butler. Aaron, I I appreciate you taking the drive over here. It was, uh, (laughs) you had to get up a little bit earlier than the rest of us, I think, in order to get into the studio because uh, you're from the Perry, Iowa area. Is that right? Yes. So let's talk about this appraisal process then. How can you, uh, what can you tell us about how this works? Well, the process starts when we receive a request from the lending team. Once that request is received, our team gets the information and starts to research the property. If it's new construction, we look over the bids, the plans, and the specs that are provided. The more information, the better. We like to know all the details, all the quality finishes, the finish in the, if there's finish in the basement, um, is your garage heated, all the aspects, because they all add to the, the value of the property. Um, so it's really important that you tell your lender everything that you're doing to the house. It sounds as if it's, it's a way to protect everybody. 
uh, with this to make sure that, look, okay, we know that if you're buying this property that everything that you thought was there is there in, in the way that it should be, and that you as your as Farm Credit Services is putting together a loan and everything else, that, that all is on the up and up, and it it's better to have proof of everything than it is to just have a general idea of it. Yes, and it's one way it helps support us support the value. Just the nicer finishes, builder grade finishes, there might be a difference in value. So, um, you know, the more information we have, the more we can show support for that value. Of what's are going are surprises a common thing with this type of deal that maybe you're finding things that uh, folks were not aware of? Sometimes people change things in the middle of construction. Maybe they decide to finish the basement. Maybe they decide to brick the exterior instead of vinyl siding or, you know, some quality or um, the material changes, something like that. I haven't come across too many that have really thrown things off. Uh, But occasionally you get something where, you know, people change their mind. You know, once something's partially built, they decide, ooh, let's do this. Let's Mm -hmm. do that. Or they see things along the way. Does this process add a lot of time to everything? I mean, how fast can all of this be done? We pride ourselves on our turn times, second to none. We are committed to completing our reports within 14 days, but currently we average around seven days or less if we can. We so so you are, you're trying to get ahead of, of actually what, what they're all saying about you always want to uh, under-promise and over-deliver kind of thing. So <laughs> yes. that type of thing. So, but as you said, you kind of take pride in, in that fact, and it sounds... With the dealings that I've had with Farm Credit Services, and everybody's kind of in the same camp with that. I think it's kind of a, it's a mentality and, a, and a, just a general feel all the way through the company that this is how you want things to go. We pride ourselves on our turn times, our quality of our reports, our expertise and knowledge. We have appraisers across the state. And so we have that market knowledge and we know our areas. So it doesn't matter where you are in the state of Iowa. We have an appraiser that knows what's going on and that can complete a quality appraisal for you. Is it a common thing that, I mean, you have your own appraisers. It's not as if you're farming this out. So is, is this a common thing that uh, companies are able to do? Larger companies, it's quite unique that Farm Credit has their own appraisers. Most lenders, like banks, et cetera, mortgage companies have their own, or they use fee appraisers. So they farm it out to John and you know, other people that are independent appraisers. And their turn times typically are a little further out, um, can be a month, can be six weeks, depending on the market and how busy things are. You know, the last couple of years, farm credit customers, rural first customers have been really fortunate to have the appraiser panel in-house just to help the process move along a little quicker. I think it's also a, a great thing that you have, as you already mentioned, you have appraisers across the state. So it's not as if, you know, okay, we've got a dozen people here in Perry and they're all going in different directions <laughs> to trying to get to, you know, because you got the travel time and everything else. So you can cut times down and then the appearance is, is that you've thought of all the things in order to be able to streamline this as much as possible. There are three of us um, that perform the rural first appraisals and we are spread We each have a third of the state. Um, Jennifer Plate is in Oskaloosa, and she covers a lot of the south, uh, southern Iowa. Um, Jesse Ward is out of the Manchester office, and so she covers a lot of the northern counties. And I cover a lot of the western area of Iowa, so I cover Pottawatomie County. Mills County, this area over here. So this is not your first trip to Council Bluffs, then, is what you're saying? No, no. <laughs> no, it's not. Do you go out to the sites? 
It depends. Some of them we are not required to. Vacant land is pretty easy to do from your desk, but I like to get my eyes on things. It just provides for a little better feel of what you're looking at. New construction, obviously, there's not a lot to look at. Um, so we go off the the, spec, the specs and the plans, which is why that's so important. But it's really nice to walk through a home. But we also have software that allows us to send a link to our customers, and they can take pictures of the interior of their home and upload those photos. And we can see we can see every room in their house, all the quality, all the condition, you know, the condition of it. I think things changed over the last couple of years and having people in and out of your home maybe became a thing. So people are really happy to take pictures of their kitchen, of their bathroom, of their living room, their outbuildings. So that helps cut down on time too. They can get those pictures back to us. And I think whether you know you, you go there or they're able to upload the pictures, a lot of people have pride in what they've done. So they want to share with that appraiser you know, some updates that they've done or, or something unique about the property. So whether they go there on site or, like I said, the software tool that we have for them to actually upload the photos themselves is pretty, pretty unique. I think as you're talking about that, Erin, and we're looking back over the last few years and all, all, all the COVID that we had to deal with, a lot of negativity with that. However it did force a lot of companies such as yourself to find a new way of doing things. And in some cases, it turned out to be a better way, such as, okay, if we can do this through just pictures and now we're not sending people out specifically to a property to do a walkthrough, saves everyone time. I'm, I would imagine that it, it sped up the process a little bit for you, didn't it? Yes. And then you don't have to coordinate schedules with the homeowner and your schedule. Um, oftentimes, you know, we work eight to five and so do homeowners. And so if they have to take time off, they might rather just take those pictures themselves. Michelle, I'm curious because you had talked about that new construction loans were uh, up. Mm -hmm. Are they mostly just from empty land with no existing structure at all? Or is it, are you seeing that some of this already has uh, structures on it? No, a lot of people are buying land and then building that brand new home. I might have a few that actually have an existing property on it. They're going to build right beside it and then eventually tear that existing home down. Um, but, you know, some of my customers, I think, sometimes get a little crabby because I'm asking for everything, right? And I explain to them, I mean, I want to know what you're putting into that home. The better plans and specs and details you give me, the better appraisal you're going to get and appease my appraisers where they don't have to go back and ask you for, you know, what, what is the, even what's, what's inside, like Aaron said, what do you, what kind of floor coverings are you doing or what type of cabinets or, you know, things like that. So I've learned over the last couple of years to just really sit down with that customer and, and tell me what all you're building. What is, what is this dream project that you're doing so we can get all that to the appraiser and kudos to our appraisal team, because like Aaron said, they are, seven to 10 days. Um, a lot of my customers are just ecstatic when that appraisal is coming in way before I even tell them because I usually tell them it's two to three weeks. So when it's coming in in seven to 10 days, they're just, they're excited. I'm picturing that conversation. And if I was sitting across your desk, I'm asking that you're going to be asking questions I hadn't thought about yet. Right. <laughs> That's, yes. I'm guessing that happens quite a bit. All right. What kind of fixtures are we putting in here? What's the, what are the cabinets going to look like? I haven't thought about that yet. Mm -hmm. Can't we just get the loan done? Yes. Let's <laughs> get started. Let's yep. get my house started. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> but it, it's, uh, it's happening more and more though, I think that, and is this, 
like farm ground that's being moved into residential or is it stuff that it, it, that's not the case? I, I'm curious what how that's going. I've seen recently just a lot of uh, lots, maybe a farmer subdividing out 20, 40, 60 acres and turning it into lots um, that the customer is wanting to purchase. And then we're eventually building that that brand new home. Does this only count for acreages or does it count for like a new subdivision where there's no construction on it at all? I mean, is it a different kind of category? It is a little bit different category, um, and, and farm credit has different uh, regulations as far as our lending within cities, um, but there is still subdivisions going up um, around, and, and maybe Amy can attest to that, but like, like I've said before on my previous podcast, I think people are just wanting kind of out of the city, um, not right beside neighbors, and just wanting to build that dream home, and it's, it's still going strong. Before we let you go, uh, Aaron, I'm curious about uh, your background and why it is that you got into this industry and why, why you have a passion for it. I really enjoy seeing the different properties, um, seeing different homes, seeing how people do things in their different homes, how they decorate. I mean, that, that's a thing, you know. Yeah. People really do some neat things in their homes. Um, they come up with some really neat ideas. Um, just seeing the different properties out there, seeing a new home, it, it's its a lot of fun. And working with homeowners in the appraisal, it's a part of their transaction. And so they're looking forward to it. They need the appraisal done. They want it done. So it's usually mutually beneficial. You know, it's a positive relationship. It's not necessarily a... No, I think that that's very well put about putting a... You get to deal in positivity. Yes. And because you're getting people in a point where there's a big change is happening in their life. And typically that is a positive thing that's going on with them. And to be around that, I get what you're saying, that that's a nice thing to be able to spend your day doing. And you can, uh, at the end of the day, you can feel like you actually really accomplished something and help some people. So I think that that's wonderful. They're excited. This is their dream project. So, And I find myself too, too driving around and looking at landscaping and my family's like, what are we doing? I'm like, well, just, just look, look at the outside. You know, what are they, what's their landscaping look like? So, yep, it, it's, it's fun. Aaron, what can you tell me about comparables with, with barn dominiums, which to me sounds like a brand new word and, and also shouses, but it's, these are things that are fairly new. And so how do you go about finding comparables with those? Um, we actually, um, our team has taken specific education on shouses, barn dominiums, We've done a lot of new construction of that type of home. They're becoming more popular, and you see them popping up everywhere, mm -hmm. um, but not necessarily within a mile of the one we're going to appraise. So Rural First gives us a little more leeway with our comparable sale searches. A lot of times, people are just looking. What I like to say is the demand for the rural setting drives the interest in the property more than the actual design itself. So we could have somebody similar location 50 miles away, but it's still a similar location, 15 minutes to town, same, you know, economy. Um, rural First lets us have a little bit more of a reach when we're looking for our comparable sales so we can find the barn dominium and shouses. You might not find one within a typical comp search that other fee appraisers have to have to kind of keep in line with. But we can search a little further. We can go back a little further. A lot of times, six months is ideal for finding comparable sales that have sold within six months, but we're allowed to go back a year, 18 months, you know, two years if necessary, because the market's been pretty stable over the last two years. So there's been nothing negative that's going to affect um, the value of a property from two years ago versus the one you're building right now. 
Aaron Butler, Michelle Sander with Farm Credit Services of America. Thanks for all the wonderful information and your time coming in. We really appreciate it. And also, uh, Amy Swoboda, thank you for the update on going on at Swire and uh, looking forward to hearing about another successful event that you guys put on, uh, which you do frequently. Yes, so. we do. <laughs> we thank you for listening to this episode of the Swire podcast. We release new episodes each week. Until next time, take care.